afternoon, and welcome, welcome to Susan Harmon Experience on KKNW Alternative Talk Radio. Uh, today's show is going to be uh, an extra exciting show. Uh, how are you doing today, Eric? I am doing fantastic. You are. Um, well, there has been something in the news that we have to start even though we have a very exciting show, we do have to start with uh, what's newsworthy. Um, I'm sure that everybody by now has heard across the country that the President uh, Trump and the and, First Lady uh, and the First Lady have tested positive for stop it, Heather. Have tested had the First Lady have tested positive for a COVID nineteen. That's correct. I do not wish anything bad on anyone. But let's see how this develops. There's all kinds of speculations going on, at least with people I know. Maybe he's lying and he's just going to say there's nothing to it. I don't know. I don't believe that. Well, I mean, so. th that's one way to get out of doing another debate. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's uh, very interesting with Mars retrograde, the things that can happen. So we will we will stay on top of the COVID-19 story. Uh, they said that uh, it was probably not Hope, I forgot her last Hope name, Hicks. Hope Hicks, that was just the order that uh, people received the tests. Hmm, okay. So that's interesting. Yeah, uh, I mean, that, it's interesting. I mean, hopefully, regardless of his health outcome, this means that he begins to take this more seriously. Well, uh, because we've got over 200,000 people dead from COVID-19 in this yeah. country. And uh, he has not taken this seriously at all. And uh, even, even as, you know, uh, close as the debate just on Tuesday night, uh, mocking uh, his opponent for wearing, for a, wearing mask. a mask. Yes. Yeah. Uh, and, and did not wear a mask uh, before the debate, as was requested of him, and sent the signal to— Even though to, they had agreed to it. Even yeah. though they had agreed to it. And yeah. signaled to all his followers that they shouldn't wear masks either— and we know what happens. Yep, and, and, and some of them are told to stand by rather than to stand down. I am not going to go there with this because we have a really good show. And I want to have a good time today. All right, very good. All right, we're not going to be negative. And seriously, um, I really do wish uh, him and his wife well uh, because I've had friends that have had COVID and it is it's surviving from it still has long-term uh, physical effects yep. on I've the I've got heart, family members and, dealing yeah. with it still. Mm -hmm. and, and we don't know enough about it to know all of the long-term effects. So I would not uh, wish it to happen to anyone. I really wouldn't. Uh, well, but, I'm, I'm just hoping for the positive outcome again that uh, he begins to take this seriously. Uh, right. Regardless of his health outcome. I'll leave it at that. Absolutely. Okay, so uh, I would, my partner in crime here, Stephen Bluminger, is on the line. Hey, Steve. Good afternoon, everybody. Yes, good afternoon, oh, Steve. Good afternoon. How are you doing? Doing all great out here. Thank you. Thank you. You know, uh, on that point on, uh, on the COVID, I hate to bring this up, but I'm going to. Uh, since my cousin and his partner are up in Berkeley, and they were figuring out how they could they possibly open the uh, university law school. They were also getting feedback from the medical people up there that people were, after being recovered, were returning with heart issues. Yes. So it does something with the electrical impulses and, and all that with the heart. So we have, like like Eric, like you said, Eric, we have no idea where, what all uh, this is going to encompass down the road long term. It's truly devastating. Yeah. Anyway, on a good um, note, a lot of good things happening. Yes, there are. And so this is our Gold Ghosts and Geronimo uh, episode. Uh, we're doing that the first Friday of every month. Um, Steve and I are really into this project. Uh, things are happening very rapidly. And Leanda has been a part of this, Leanda de Leona. She uh, is on the uh, on the other line. I want to say hi to her. Hi, Leanda. Hi, Susan. How you doing? Good. Now, uh, when Leanda and I were going to Alamogordo two weeks ago, I, time is such a blur. And uh, 
we uh, we accidentally, quote unquote, whatever the heck that means, accidentally, ran into um, uh, this uh, gallery, and uh, an Apache elder was there. It was his gallery, and he told us some wonderful stories about Geronimo's sister. And would you kind of tell us a little bit more about that? Okay. Well, um, from what I've learned. Uh, she was the sister of Victorio. Okay. And he was about 20 years older than she was. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. So um, she did travel with Geronimo after her brother died, and that was that was pretty interesting. But um, he had some really interesting things to say about her. And um, she was a, a medicine woman and a warrior of the Chiricahua Apache. And she had her puberty rights at the age of 12, and when she went to pray in the mountains to the creator god, who was known as uh, Usan, she was given the supernatural ability to predict the movement of the enemy. And um, wow. what would happen is she would, she would stand up and she would spread her hands out, and her hands would tingle and the veins in her palms would darken in the direction the enemies were coming from. So she committed wow. to the path of a, of a warrior around that time, and uh, there was a really interesting quote that uh, Victorio said of her, and I'm quoting this, and this has been some, some research that I did. He said, Lozen is my right hand, strong as a man, braver than most, and cunning in strategy. Lozen is a shield to her people. So she was an amazing, amazing woman who had this wonderful gift, um, they, she was known as the Apache Joan of Arc. So I, I really um, enjoyed studying about her. And uh, Musica was the one that introduced her to us. And his gallery is called Lozen Gallery. Now, that's a story that he needs to tell because it is, it's amazing. But it inspired yeah, I, me to I, find out more. Yeah, I recorded him telling us that story. And I, I just wanted to briefly, I know... We're going to do a show on that, uh, Stephen, you know, on, on the uh, podcast of uh, Gold Ghosts and Geronimo. But um, he told me, he said, he started out, didn't he tell us about, uh, about he found this, this stump or the, <laughs> the, tr the tree and the sticking up out of the ground. It looked like a woman's body. And he said, he said, Harry was dry. How many miles? He went for miles carrying was miles. this thing. Wow. <laughs> carrying this back to his place and he put a uh, he carved the face but everything else was a woman's body and then he said he, he had gotten it into the gallery he gotten it in there and he said this woman appeared and he kept she was just standing there watching him this woman and he, he he'd go out one door and he'd sneak around and try to come back in the other and catch her and then she'd be gone <laughs> And finally, he realized it was Lozen's uh, spirit. Yeah. yeah. It was a fascinating story. We'll tell the whole story. What do you think of that, Steve? I was just looking at that. She's, she was a very, very courageous woman, even fighting on long after her uh, her brother died. Yeah. Yeah. yeah she, and to be uh, fighting with those guys. Those guys were no <laughs> slouches in Chicago. <laughs> Oh, that's oh. Heather speaking here. She's uh Hi. Hi Heather. <laughs> hey. Yeah, they they were no namby pambies, that's for sure, right? right. It was already a tough crowd. <laughs> yeah, long long after they were fighting the, the Buffalo soldier. Right. Which I thought was interesting too, because I think we've mentioned it before, but you know the Buffalo Soldier. Brought to America. <laughs> I can't say. We all know that, but I'd like to. <laughs> anyway, do you know how the Buffalo Soldier got their name? Anybody? Okay. Oh. It's radio. We can't have silence. <laughs> so, what, 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 weren't what, what, named, what weren't they named by the, uh, by the Native Americans the warriors because of their hair? That's right. Well, what what about their hair gave them the name Buffalo Soldiers? I will tell you. They, 
their hair was curly like the buffaloes. <laughs> so they were called buffalo soldiers. It's fascinating how these things come about, right? Yeah. <laughs> so I found that interesting. You know, one one group, and, and they all had white commanders. The buffalo soldiers had white commanders, and the white commanders felt that it was a punishment to be uh, to be their uh, commanders. It was not what they what they wanted. And um, so that uh, that was really uh, pretty important, I think. Did you want to say anything else more before you have to go, Leanda? I know that you have a, an, an alternate appointment on your side. <laughs> well, that's a nice way of putting it. <laughs> well, um, just a, a, briefly, um, Victoria was killed in 1880. He was killed in battle. Some legends say he fell upon his own knife rather than surrender. Uh, there was a lot of battles going on, and uh, Lozen connected with Geronimo in 1886. And there was um, eventually her and another woman named uh, Tadesta, don't know if I'm saying that right, but they started trying to negotiate. And um, when Geronimo surrendered, Lozen and all who followed him, they, they also surrendered and they were, they were confined. And it was really unfortunate that it happened this way. And uh, Lozen died in a prison camp in 1889 of tuberculosis. And she's mm. buried in an unmarked grave. And that just really saddened me, this, you know, beautiful, fascinating, brave, courageous woman. And it's just, it breaks my heart that this is how, you know, how it is. But, you know, she's going to live on in our hearts. I mean, you know, she has opened my eyes to some things. And I, I just, I feel her strength. And she's living on. That's yeah. All I got to say about that. <laughs> well, that's that's a lot to say. Thank you so much for sharing that with us, baby. Oh, Thank yeah, you, Landa. Definitely. definitely. I, will, I will talk with you later. Okay, I love you guys. I'll talk to you later. Love you too. Love Bye. you too. Bye. Yeah, she comes up with some good stuff. And um, I thought the fact that uh, Musica saw uh, Lozen in the gallery, you know, disappearing. Well, okay, that, uh, you know, we talk about ghosts and and you know how this how this happens, and you know, there's there's a lot to be said for it. I was going to um, just tell you guys a little bit more about ghosts. I have had, you know, we use this word ghost or spirit or you know passed overs and uh what's another word i don't know uh i don't know do do anyway phenomena <laughs> yeah phenomena that's another yeah, thing whatever. uh non non-corporal beings uh you know spirits so, apparitions spirits, souls, apparitions that's, that's a good, good one, one. <laughs> she's copying me what so uh yeah apparitions um in back in so a couple of days ago, I was talking to a friend of mine who would have done this himself, but he's on an airplane on his way to Omaha, Nebraska, and he uh, said, "Well, don't you remember back in Omaha when I was there? God, because this is a friend I've known for thirty years, and he was talking about, well, you came over to to my house, you know, I was I was living with uh, Steve, different Steve, uh, <laughs> I was living with Steve at the time, and." And you, you said, oh, there's ghosts in here. And, you, and, and all of a sudden, I saw these, he said, he's talking. He saw these lights coming down into my head. And I said, and, and then I started, you know, making those sounds I make. What do I call them? Uh, do I? Do oh. No, yeah, anyway, the, the toning that I do. Okay. And uh, then boom, and then he saw these two lights shooting up out of my head. And I said, well, I helped them so they could be released from being stuck in this house. Because what he had said was there were all these things going on, electric, electricity going on and off, and, you know, and all these different things, weird stuff happening all the time. Well, Stephen that uh, was there with him, uh, you know, on... Uh, in that house, and he, he, Stephen had been living at the house before uh, Bart moved uh, moved into it. He met with his study group at the library, and he was in medical school. And they were were doing, and he started researching things while he was while he was had off time in the library. And one of the things he looked up was the house 
house that he lived in because it was an older house. Well, two little girls, age 10 and 12, had died of the flu, the flu epidemic uh, in that house. Mm. And they had stayed stuck in the house that whole time until I came along and released them. So I, I kind of wanted to share that because that is actually, uh, uh, was authenticated, you know, if, I mean, which doesn't make any difference to me, but for some people. That happens yeah. a lot with us, though. Yeah, but, well, for, some, lot, but. for some people, it, it made a difference that, uh, that, that we could verify those people were there and there were witnesses that saw the lights moving and so forth. So what do you guys think? Any, any comment? Well, that's pretty extraordinary. You yeah. Know, uh, and you're right. A lot of people kind of would pass that off. And, and you know, who was there, you hear those stories or you see them in the movies. Right. It's pretty extraordinary to to perhaps experience something like that. I have yet to see or experience something like that, so it's hard to relate, but it's really quite amazing. Right. And But if it can be verified, you know, that makes it a, a whole lot different. Well, I've oh, actually, of course, of course. I've grown up seeing it with my mom and people around growing up. So for me, it's like normal. normal. <laughs> yeah, paranormal you know, like, is yeah, normal. Paranormal. <laughs> um, so, <laughs> what some people consider normal. Normal. But it's like my yeah. It's not for. Well, it is true. Your 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 early experiences. If you live in a house with alcoholics who are mean and upset and everything, that's your normal. Right. You know, well, you, if you have astrologers or tarot readers and that's different your shaman <laughs> coming over, medicine men or women, and yeah, uh, my poor Amy. daughter. I yeah <laughs> went through a lot as a teenager. She couldn't escape me. So. So um, I thought that was interesting. I just wanted to share share that with you just a little bit. And um, there's so many there's so many um, things about what we're doing. Um, I I kind of wanted to hear you talk tell us a little bit, Steve, about uh, the project that's uh, you're getting started on. Well, it's, it's, a, it's been a long time. It's been a long time coming, and and it's hopefully coming to fruition. Uh, and COVID really put a brakes on a lot of things, I think, although it appears that uh, the, the Hollywood moves at this sort of pace, the, the, the new movers and shakers of the industry, everything is tomorrow, 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 and then, okay, well, tomorrow is now, and it's a hurricane to get things started. Right. Which is not how, which is not how a lot of people, us old people anyway, work. However, um, it looks like they, they, and I don't know how they can prepare and do this so fast, but they want to uh, begin filming uh, November 1st and do two expeditions out in the field in, in extremely Mexico. remote places, in extremely remote places. Right. And, of course, their answer is, hey, we go to Alaska, we do all that, this is what we do. But, okay, fine, you know, we know what it's like to put something like that together. Uh, but so quickly, too. And, of course, working around the restrictions of the governments for quarantining, etc. But that's where we're at so far. And, in fact, while you were out in Avogaro, I went to our uh, the facility that houses our archives and brought back uh, to uh, a facility in Los Angeles to have uh, digitally uh, uploaded about, well, four banker's boxes of audio tapes, a few video and I would say it was probably in the neighborhood of like 500 cassettes that uh, will be uploaded eventually. There were some that were very important that had to do with do um, documenting uh, our aunt's um, views even as far back as the 60s um, on what they remembered about being out in the field uh, and, and the conditions, the area, describing the area that uh, we're going to be going into. So those would be utmost to be uploaded, but it appears that uh, the studio is moving forward and wants to uh, actually finally get something started. So uh, all of a sudden, it's it's a whirlwind, and I've been extremely busy. In fact, my cousin as well, and one of our other our partner our partners that's doing the audio uploading, very very busy and incredible. It's like 
wait, hold on, put the brakes on. But yeah, we got to go with it. It's going to be fun. It's a great uh, caper. It's good. It's, well, it's kind of like the army. Hurry up and wait and then go. <laughs> Yeah. 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 So it's the reverse of the hurry up and wait. It's like, oh, wait, 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 hurry up. <laughs> yeah, well, you know, so, it's, it's dangerous to be out there. Right. Yeah. And uh, say. You're, you're so remote. When someone gets hurt, they're going to fly in that helicopter and take you to the, the hospital. So a lot yeah, to be yeah. done. And, and they're doing it, but they're not telling us. And so we're like, we know what it's like. And so, well, you're not telling us. We don't think they're prepared. Yeah, but they don't, they don't have to tell us. We're the talent. We're just supposed to show up and look pretty. Can you do that? Is it no. possible? No, it's not possible. <laughs> no, I'm not pretty. I can, I can I can be clever and smart. That's about it. Not pretty. <laughs> oh, I don't know. You might be pretty. Pretty is all relative, right? Yeah, well, it depends what lens you're looking through. I guess. Yeah, I guess. So. Thank you. Thank you you're, for that. You're welcome. You're welcome. Pretty, pretty. It's all very exciting. You know, so many people involved. Right. Um, and to see it all take place and try try to make it, I don't know what's a better word. I won't say sophisticated, but more than some of these gold digger shows that you see. We want it to be something better because there's a lot more that we want to achieve as a family than maybe what a studio wants to achieve. A studio wants to, they want entertainment, they want viewers. Yeah, we all want that. But our, our, our goal is to do a lot of name, a lot of correcting of false ideas about the family. And this is uh, an opportunity to try and do that. So we want the, we'd like to see the production of it a little more sophisticated. And that's what our goal is. And so that's where some of the roadblocks that we're experiencing too. So. We'll, well see what happens. Well, I, you know, that is uh, one of the things that I've, I'm interested in, in, you know, way in the background of helping at what I can because um, I, you know, in terms of talking to spirits and people, that is a very important issue uh, for uh, the souls that uh, have been um, denigrated. And the stories that were told about them, oh, they're, they're liars, they're, they made this up, there's con artists and all that. I know, and it may not sound like a fact to, uh, to some people, uh, but for me, it is a fact that uh, your Aunt Babe and uh, Doc Noss were both legitimate people and yeah. that they were denigrated unjustly. And ripped off. And and like Heather said, and ripped off. Yeah. Um, oh yeah, yeah, absolutely. And you know, as an example, there could be an LA Times article that says uh, that would say something about the uh, Doc and the family and and uh, the treasure. Instead, it would read, "Did Doc dupe his family all those years with his sham?" Right, and a, you know, a lot clickbait, of people click clickbait. People read people read headlines. Right. And, it, and it's not just the family. You know, family, we look at, look at Doc, who was American Indian, and the times that they lived in, which if, if it were possible back then, they'd be doing now, but they would say uh, Native American lives matter. Right, right. So if you right. could you take that and place that to the times that they were living in and what they went through and had to put up with, which wasn't long after, you know, figure the 1880s, you know, just after the Civil War, uh, there, then there were the Indian Wars because they were losing their lands, and then turn of the century in World War One. So it wasn't that long ago. Well, and, my husband and, and, was born. Yeah. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to interrupt you, but I'm just saying they're still actually going through the same type. Oh, of absolutely. Stuff, but yeah. Yeah. Right. Yeah. You know, a lot of cultures are going through it. Just certain ones are finding the are now finding the opportunity. And the ability to stand up and speak about it. Yes. So, so we hope, because of that uh, that legacy, to to change that narrative, uh, for the better. Not not just for the family, but it was also reflect, in a small way, upon the Native American culture because of the uh, Doc's heritage. So that's what we're trying to achieve. Well, you know that's interesting because I'd always wondered why there was such a high percentage of Native Americans uh, in the military. You know, the bigger of of their group of people, 
they have a larger percentage of people in the military than any other group. And finally, I found out because it was a path to citizenship. If you joined the military, you were allowed to become a citizen. And they were not allowed to be citizens Until of the, the country 30s. that they had, uh, oh, I don't know, 10,000 years or something occupied, you know. <laughs> right. You yeah. Know? So, so it's, uh, it's, it is it is a very interesting way of, of looking at it. I mean, you know, to the victor go the spoils. I mean, that, uh, that concept uh, changes a, a lot of things. And, you know, history is written by the, quote, winners, unquote. And we've we've it, it's time right it's now for thing. things to to change. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's almost like we're in a second uh, civil war, a civil war, civil rights movement taking place. Right. You know, there, you know, there there's a group that has found a voice, and they're using that. And uh, it's interesting to see. Definitely, we're in a, a interesting part of history. Yeah, and I think what's interesting today. Because of the fact, you know, you couldn't do interracial, whatever that is. It, I mean, there's only one race. But interracial marriages were illegal, and now they're not. And so you have the kids, the millennials, they're black and native and Asian and white and, rainbow. you know, and all this. They're, they're we, rainbow we children. Call, we call ourselves rainbow children. We call our, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, we do. So <laughs> rainbow, and that is coming at it from a different perspective. So they're not seeing things like, well, you're that, and I'm this, and da 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 da. It's it's coming together in a different way. And I so I think Steve, you're right. It is a, a new a new layered uh, civil rights uh, movement, and it's and the, and yet the media keeps trying to fit everything into what we already know and use use the labels that we. No, instead of uh, instead of making new ones, I I'm all for making new new ones. Let's let's come up with something right. new. Rainbow. Yeah, <laughs> I like that. <laughs> oh, I think I think there's someone already captured the rainbow part. Oh well, too late. No, oh, we had that way before. <laughs> the LGBT. Actually, the no, no, we we had the rainbow children way before that. Watch yeah, Billy right. Jack. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Billy Jack. She's referring to the movie Billy Jack. Have you seen that? Uh, when I was young, so I've forgotten most of it. <laughs> yeah. Depending on on the how what mental space I was in when I watched it. Right. Right. And so I had just I had been telling her there was a movie she should see called One Flew Over the Cuckoo's Nest because uh -huh. I love Jack Nicholson anyway. I think he's yeah, a wonderful actor. Uh, but. Um, yeah, that really is that a very so to the audience. One flew over the cuckoo's nest. If you haven't seen it, please do because oh, it really tells you about people that wedge themselves into a position of authority and make other people's lives miserable in a little small but space. Isn't that where he coined? Isn't that where he coined that phrase when he stuck his head through the door? No, that uh, was no, that, that was uh, uh, the shining. Shining. What was it shining? Where he goes here. Johnny's yeah, Johnny's yeah, that's Johnny. actually a classic of where somebody's body can be taken over by some. Yeah, that's kind that of the, like... the the reason why people don't like the ghost stories. Like I tell, because they're scary. Because <laughs> there's bad things that happen. You know, like oh, well, always, please but... don't do the bad things all right. the time. I'm right. tired of the bad things. I like the good things. Well, so... Jackson, the one. The Cuckoo's Nest. Um, I watched it. I felt What's like the natives know. in in that movie? The the, the, the chief. The, the chief. He calls him chief I know time. he calls him chief in the movie, but the actor. Oh, I don't. I can't I remember know. his name. He's a great big guy. Right. And uh, it's a it's really a good movie. If you haven't seen it, check it out. Uh, and thank you, Steve, for for saying that about you know like the the Native Americans, First Nations. It kind of touch on that with this uh, Gold Ghost and Geronimo because for me that's very important, you know, because right, right, with my husband and, and family and Mac is uh, Chippewa. He's full blood from uh, Turtle Mountain from Turtle Mountain in North Dakota. And he was sent to, people always say boarding schools like they were all in the 19th century. 
but they still had boarding schools schools up into the 1990s. Well, they, and also they didn't put into law the Indian Child Welfare Act until 1978. It was in 78, but it wasn't enforced. It wasn't enforced, right? And Mac, um, and it wasn't just Mac. It was um, there were total of six boys that they actually all went but at like different times and then also family members um went to saint joseph's uh boarding school and so they were trained to be slaves essentially well they they many generations of complete torture um i mean just mentally physically sexually after generation after generation then you're on the red so it's just this combination of stuff so so people are coming out of that now and yeah. um you know it, and it's hard and then covid is hitting right. <laughs> you know well, the, and hitting the you know the native communities the Navajo. Um, yeah the Navajo really were hit very hard well listen we need to take a momentary break here uh, we're running a little over uh you are listening to the susan Harmon experience presenting gold ghosts and geronimo i will be presenting this on my show uh once a month, the first Friday of every month, but then Steve and I will be doing Gold Ghosts and Geronimo at, um, you know, the podcast. Uh, I'm not sure which, how we're doing that yet. Do we know, Steve? What do you mean how we're doing that? Well, it'll be, uh, we'll drop, we'll drop an episode once a week. Yes, on the, on uh, the podcast. And we've already started our shows. So, you know, they're, they're, there's a lot of good stuff on that. Oh, so, well, we got to take a break. We'll talk about that. Yeah, time. we'll talk about it as soon as we get back because there's a lot to say. Uh, stay tuned to Susan Harmon Experience on KKNW Alternative Talk Radio. From Susan Harmon's private collection, these rare finds are now available for purchase until the end of June 2020. Quartz crystals that are large generators, rare Antarctic crystals with only three available. Russian phenakite, just one amazing specimen left. Czech moldavite of medium-sized high-quality pieces and various spears. Check out the pictures at Susan Harmon's Facebook page or email susan at susanharmon.com or call 206 206- 8535225 that's 2068535225 we all make promises big and small i pledge allegiance to the flag of the united states of america i do solemnly swear to help you when you're in need to be considerate and caring to be your loving faithful friend partner child parent neighbor One of our most important commitments is to support our nation's veterans. Learn how you can help a veteran going through a difficult time by visiting maketheconnection.net. On Friday, Manson Mitchell welcomed Ken Elliott with the ABCs of manifesting one, two, three, and you don't need the three, get what you desire in two steps. On Saturday, Deidre Combs talks about conflict resolution and the people who are making positive change without making a lot of noise. Bringing you mastery and mystery one hour at a time since 2007. We are Manson Mitchell, Friday and Saturday mornings at 10 on Alternative Talk, AM 1150. Susan Harmon is offering a 20% discount on a bi-locality session if booked by June 15, 2020. Social distancing? No problem. You receive the energy in one location while Susan uses stones and sound in the pyramid at another location. To book your session or to ask about a three-session special, email susan at susanharmon.com or call 206-853-5225. That's 206-853-5225. Alternative Talk 1150. Buffalo Soldier. I like that song. I, I saw um, a Bob Marley on his last tour. Um, there was a period of time I started thinking I was a jinx. Uh, welcome back to Susan Harmon experience <laughs> because I saw Bob Marley on his last tour. I saw Elvis Presley on his last tour. I mean, you know, people died. I thought. <laughs> <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> Just haha. Uh, so, so, so you're saying we're going to do a podcast together? Could it be my last one? <laughs> No, you're no. you're partnering in it. You're safe. You have to be. Partners. Oh, yeah, yeah, <laughs> you have yeah. To be. 
It's just being in the audience. <laughs> nice. Okay. Yeah. Great. Okay. <laughs> You're safe, I think. <laughs> well, we. Um, I. I thought that what. Um, Leanda called in about uh, uh, Lozen. I thought that was really interesting. You know, um, one of the things that that we we talked about uh, with some people and history books have it that um, what's his name uh, up with the Sioux, uh, the uh, the general General Custer. Custer. Um, Custer. Custer, you know, that he went in the village and blah, 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 and then, and then left, and then the, uh, the uh, warriors came in. But it was women that defeated him. Yeah. And they never talk about that. So yeah. I, I think bringing Lozen in in this time where women are coming more to the fore uh, is very important. Uh, well, so how, that did, we can... how did the women beat him? Well, because they fought like uh, what happened is they saw their men were losing basically, and they were. This is what I the stories I hear is that they were just so, they just like were like we have to. They just started. They fighting. just they just, they just in ran and in and started in. fighting. You know, and if you've ever been on the res, there's some <laughs> some tough native women there. <laughs> so, one they of the are. things. So let me point out. Do you, you know, Steve? You're a man. So you understand this, this thing about fair fighting, right? Men, men believe in fair fighting. Right. You don't right. get below the waist. You don't do that. Women don't believe there's such a thing as no. fair fighting. <laughs> because well, women. That's true. They'll fight full hair, kick, and bite. Exactly. They'll do everything. Well, if you're in a fight, if yeah. it's gotten so bad, you cannot negotiate. You cannot do it verbally. Right. You can't handle it that way. And you are physical. There ain't no fair. There's no fair. Well, you know? you're seeing your husbands or your brothers. So or there's, yeah, the, they were seeing the men doing this, and they they and ran into ran. they ran in and fought. But you do it. realize that white cavalry male soldiers aren't going to. Well, not, nobody really wanted to talk about that. Not even right. the, <laughs> some you of know, the men in the front. And, and some of them even want to admit to that either. <laughs> yeah. So that's uh, you. You do understand why that's an issue. So, so that is that covered and documented, and uh, by the uh, American Indians, though. Yes, it is. It Actually, is. it is. Actually, a friend of ours was doing a documentary up there on the uh, in in uh, North and South Dakota on that, and he died. Uh, you know, Seymour, Uncle, right. your uncle Seymour, and uh, he, uh, on that very subject, and it never went any further. And I don't know what happened to the film that he did get in. I don't know who has it, where it is. It's something else to investigate. Georgia would be a good but, one to yeah. talk about that. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And try, they wouldn't know about, about that. <laughs> well, anyway. Right. Um, so uh, that's something to look into. I think we should, don't you? Jay? Oh, absolutely. You know, uh, I think Heather would be a good one to track that down. Heather? Thank you. Project. Track down the film, <laughs> find out what happened to it, and see if we can pick it up and do something with it. So this, that, time, so this time next month, we'll have that. Uh, maybe. maybe. <laughs> we'll be positive now. Come on. Come on, yeah. Be positive. Maybe. Maybe. <laughs> so, yeah, we could do it. We could We could definitely do yeah, it. Yeah, we can do it. But, uh, you know, that's interesting. And now there's a, a singer out of New Mexico, uh, June, uh, what's her name? Ju uh, June. Oh, um, Layla June. Layla June. Oh, she's she's wonderful. She's a native singer, yeah. you know, and uh, she's, a, uh, she's a New Mexican. And she's somebody that... Anybody listening knows Layla June. I get, have her get hold of me. I want her on the show. Anyway, really? she's wonderful. And she did a song about the European women, six to eight million women that were killed because we were witches. You know, we, we used herbs for healing. Uh, you know, there was all of this. And we don't talk about that either. You know. Uh, wasn't, the that, wasn't, that, wasn't that called the Dark Ages? Uh, yeah, sort of. It was partially the Dark Ages, but it a also huge religious, a huge religious drive to cleanse the world of an opposite belief. 
Yeah, yeah, the other, the the yeah. you know, yeah, the other, you know, uh, yeah, and that's uh, that's still going on. That's actually. I mean, yeah. we have we have an issue with that. Look at the the people that their religious belief, you know, should control all of us, and they call it religious freedom. I said, well, you're 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 infringing on my religious freedom. How is that? You know. Yeah. So, but they, but their, their view is that my religious freedom isn't a real religion, you know, right. and should be ignored. So I think that all those things, that, that fits in with what you were saying earlier about the new civil rights. I think that the, these are the kind of things that circles go around and they get wider. They, you know, they, there's a few people and then the circle goes around again and it gets a little wider and then the circle goes around. Do you know what I mean? Keep learning. And eventually, we might just get this right. We 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 might actually learn something and do something like different. The Lion King. The Lion circle King. Of life. The circle of life. <laughs> I love that. You know, animated films can teach us a lot. Actually. <laughs> yeah, well, it, it, you know, it, it shows that you take these uh, giant steps. You want to take a giant step forward, but really... It's not a giant step forward. No. And because you have to adjust to those things. And so they're, so they're big civil rights movement back then and, and one now. Um, who knows how, how far forward that step will go because in reality, people have a lot of rights that they may not realize or they're just feeling different these times, different times. But uh, well, a lot Especially of here, if they look at other countries and, and, and the amount of rights that people don't have, it's very interesting. But very, very much so here. Very much so here. And you look at the civil rights challenge, the changes took place back in Berkeley, back in the 60s, and who actually started that, which, which paved the way for other, other people like uh, Dr. King to be able to ex express their feelings about how their, their rights are. Are, uh, were, were being diminished well, and, and walked upon. So it, it, it takes leaders, takes tight, gigantic, gigantic steps, sometimes radical steps, and then things cool off and see what, what actually uh, sticks to the wall and, and gets applied. It's so very it, interesting. It is interesting that the women's movement and the civil rights movement coincided together. Uh, the women's movement, you know, takes a step back and then it takes a step forward. Uh, the women, I always bring up, uh, a, a, um, shoot, what's her name? Victoria Woodhull uh, is one of my heroes. Victoria Woodhull ran for president, you know, in, in the 1880s. And, uh, uh, you know, was she was actually in jail on the day of the election oh. because of her, of her religious, her sexual beliefs. She was divorced woman. <laughs> and uh, she believed in free love. I like that woman. And so she, yeah, so she was put in jail. And, uh, you know, birth control was something. And, and that's happening today. The whole idea, it's not just abortion. It's birth control. Well, we don't want you to use birth control either because your function is to reproduce for us. But that's simply not true. I'm actually writing a book on this subject, <laughs> uh, which is off of our subject. <laughs> But which we will get back to Gold Ghost and Geronimo, because so much of our finding us out, a lot of this stuff is driven by greed. The people that were greed that it had so much greed to find the gold. And I know that Doc Noss and your Aunt Babe uh, were really greatly impacted on that. Uh, he was what, Cheyenne? That's right, Cheyenne. And uh, that was really prejudiced. And the man that uh, murdered him, shot him in the back, uh, got away with it because he was an Indian. Mm -hmm. And it That's was right. very easy to do okay. in those days. Well, and and what and, and, I want... Go ahead. And you want to hear an amazing story about that, the yeah. collusion of all that? And you can't be in a small little town and be doing what Doc was doing and other people were doing without, without people knowing about it. So... This, during this guy, the, the gentleman's testimony, a shot Doc, who actually kidnapped him, held him against his will, and when Doc escaped, shot him in the back of the head. So, 
They let him testify. Tom's attorney let him testify. The day after the trial, the uh, accused gentleman, the judge, and his FBI agent, they all went out of the field to try and find some of the uh, treasure the doc hit. <laughs> true story. Oh, true Pic- story. Pi- we, wow. we have pictures. We have pictures. Uh, you know, it's like it's pictures back then are the, the selfies of today. Yeah. So we we have pictures of them. They're on the field. They didn't they didn't hide it. They didn't didn't feel the need to. Didn't have to at that point. No, no. And uh, and and documentation for that. Well, if you think about it, if you think about it because a lot of people don't think about it, at that time Indians were not considered human beings. Well, look at Danny's murder. Yeah. You know? Yes. Yeah, so, I mean, that. they you know, if you if it's not a human being, how how can it be murder? You understand the mindset. It's hard to get a, your head around that, but that was a mindset. Uh, it's it's hard to get our head around that piece because we don't really. It's not really spoken about. If if they were African African American, you brought it up. Oh, I get it. I get it. Right, because, because we talk because about it. Well, because it's been talked about portrayed in movies, right, and perhaps a little more bolder because of slavery. Uh, but you're right, because of, you know, a greater injustice, another injustice is not really readily known and, and is overlooked. Right. So I think that what one of my goals in Golgos and Geronimo is to bring out the truth of what has happened with uh, Native Americans and you know, and what the historical facts are, not the things we made up. Oh, you know, there was this big empty land, and we just came into it, and there were a few people scattered around hither and yon, and and they brought food to us and helped us a lot. And then there were some hostiles that just wouldn't get along when we were settling the land, and and you know, we had to defend ourselves. <laughs> you know, that's the story. Yeah, and that's awfully serious. Oh my gosh. Yeah, awfully serious. But it's going to be a lot of fun. We have you have talked to some amazing characters that are jaw dropping stories, and when you look back at it, you just laugh and go, "Man, that was an amazing person." Well, so, I- even though we're going to cover some of this serious stuff, it's going to be fun. It's going to be exciting. We're going to learn some things, expose some things, correct some things. These are great people. What stories? It's amazing the, the, the people that live in this United States, anywhere actually, they have a passion for something and then to find them, listen to them tell that passion is amazing. Just amazing. It, it, it truly is. And next week's show is not, a, it, we're going to, inter- it's an interview I did with Duke. <laughs> Duke, man, <laughs> you are going to love this show because this guy, you know, for people in Arizona, I think people other places too have heard about the Lost Dutchman gold mine. So many stories. So many people have died trying to find the Lost Dutchman gold mine. Well, Duke says he's got it. He says he's got the mine. He's got a claim to the mine. He knows where it is. Now, that's interesting stuff, don't you think? <laughs> It's great. You'd love to see someone with a passion for what they believe. Maybe it's not. But maybe, maybe there is gold is. there. There is gold there where he's at. Where he's yeah, at. Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, it's fascinating that he knows what he knows. I mean, you yeah. know, and he really has studied this. And what's interesting to me is that he's half Apache. <laughs> his father was white, his mother was Apache, and, uh, you know, she uh, she had problems. She had a lot of drinking problems, you know. But uh, he never knew his mother. He was raised by, you know, the father. But that's fascinating, isn't it? Right. Oh. It just says we all have a story. We all, yeah. yeah. And there's it's so true. many stories. You know, uh, last week we did... Uh, the story with uh, Ben on uh, the wagon train. That was really interesting, you know? Uh, so, 
We have got some. We we've in it. We've talked to. Oh gosh, quite a few really interesting people. Bubba, I can't wait to. You know, I mean, he's he has got Bubba. so many things. Well, Bubba. Bubba <laughs> I is. Love that name. He's a fifth generation <laughs> prospector. Wow. You know, that's that says something. That does. Yeah, there's a lot. Of- and that's a rough. That's a rough, you have to really be passionate to get out there and dig in the dirt. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> Don't you think? Especially now. We, now we'll also have uh, <laughs> as as a probably reappearing guest. Okay, uh, a writer. He lives in New He lives in Las Cruces. Right. And he wrote several books exclusively on Doc. I mean, he, he that has been his passion. But he knows so many other stories. It's just amazing the, the the drama that gold does to people and what they what they believe. Right. For example, for example, Heather, cowboy, yes. cowboy, even though he was working with Doc, when they were out there burying one of the uh, the troves, there was a bush and there's a picture. And that has a sign hanging in. I don't know if you've seen it. It says "No trespassing," hanging in this tree. Well, after he got through burying it, he actually reached up. He said, and he broke a piece of that tree off because he really didn't know Doc. Said maybe reputation. He didn't say, but he thought, okay, this gold, this guy may kill me. Now Doc didn't. Okay, right. but that's what the, that's what the lore. The background, this history of these people—I would say these people, people that this is yeah. their life, what they Whoa. feel, what they believe—such yeah. fascinating stories. And and this writer has a story of a cave in New Mexico, down Las Cruces, where people got into a cave, four people, and they saw what they shouldn't see, and they were slaughtered. And one was driven down to uh, uh, El Paso, and she was killed before they got to El Paso. Stories of incredible, they should be on TV, amazing stories, yeah, you know, unsolved, mystery, unsolved mysteries, those kind of things. So the show will take on an interesting path of not just talking with interesting people, but we'll also find about these interesting unsolved stories that are fascinating to learn about. And maybe there'll be some solving going down the road. Yeah, there there will be. There will be. Well, we're almost out of time. We've come to the end of our show. Um, we've talked to you guys a lot about this, and I hope you stay tuned to this, and I hope you uh, tune in to the co- podcast that we're going to do uh, that's just Gold Ghosts and Geronimo because it, it really is fascinating, and it and it's not just driven by greed. There's also there's a different feeling with the natives in terms of gold as being spiritual rather than the European view as gold being power. And that I really do want to go into some more. And we're going to talk to the cowboy and get some questions answered. And we'll be back with you on that. But meanwhile, the one thing you can do that will make life better, no matter what else you're doing, this is something everyone can do. And that, my friends, is to keep on dancing. <laughs>